0: This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two.
1: It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Frataloni and your host,
0: Chris Reavers. That's
2: right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. Mike Frataloni with Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores normally by my side, but he is out this week. He'll be back with us again next week, and shame on him for missing because... We have a special edition of the weekly scramble this week. Our good friends from Harmony Spirits are here in studio. The co-founders Larry and Damon are in studio. First of all, it's been way, way, way too long that we haven't hung out, uh, and I blame, well, I blame you two for not not deciding to come in, <laughs> and come hang out. No, but in I all honesty, it. it's great to see you guys. Hi. How are things? Because I, I get asked a lot about you know the industry. I get asked still about the craft beer industry, but how are things both for you guys at Harmony Spirits? and just cuz i don't know if I, you guys know this but a couple of years ago we went through this little thing called a pandemic um and it affected a lot of different industries in a lot of different ways and i'm just curious to ca- get kind of a general a state of the state with you guys at harmony spirits
0: well i i'd love to say it came back roaring but not uh, covid changed people sure and it's it's going, but it's maybe not great yet. Sure. But do you anticipate? Do you but anticipate we, it getting back? I'm not sure we're the best judge of that because we were so new, and we're still new. Sure. To people. So sure. We're we're still working our way through that.
2: How about you, Damon? Same
1: thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's working back to where we expected it to be in 2020. We're still not quite. Where our expectation was, we had one year.
2: Sure, so we don't before have a lot I'll help of analytics. Right,
1: so it's like uh, we think he should be here.
2: <laughs> sure, because I guess the way I see it from kind of the outside looking in is it took people a while, and I, I'll put myself in that camp being comfortable gathering again. Obviously, that was kind of the first you know hurdle to, to okay. Now I think I'm okay doing that, or I'm comfortable doing that, and then okay, we, let's get through this uh, this next cold and flu season and kind of see how and then I think as time went on and I know that there are still still people out there that have trepidation about it and I'm not here to besiege anyone that that feels that way everyone gets to make their own decisions but for me it's not even entering my oh okay someone's gonna get sick again but well whatever that's just that's just how life's gonna be going forward so I'm just curious as far as you know because you guys do a lot of events whether it's car shows or whatever at the tasting room and, and all over the place have you seen us getting back to somewhat normal in that regard as well that they, they, because I I noticed a ton more this summer of just generalized events and things like that so I'm just curious if you guys are seeing the same thing yeah I,
0: I think it is yeah it's getting there um I think the one thing that's maybe changed I think people really still value being outside I do too that outside seating is and we're that's something that we're going to try to improve on, too, is I think uh, try to get better outside seating. I think people value that. Yeah, I think it will going forward. People like to be outside. Yep.
2: Well, what is jo- Joe's line is, once it hits about 45 degrees in the spring, we'll, we'll sit behind a dumpster to yeah. eat lunch. We don't care, right? Yes, we that's just, right. We desperately just want to be outside at some point.
1: But 45 in the fall is different than 45 in the it's spring. It so, is. So for some reason, it's much colder when it hits 45 in the fall. That's right. You know, I mean, if we get some global warming and have warm winters in Minnesota... <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs>
2: um, you did want to talk about events as well, because I know, you know, whenever I'm talking about your brand Harmony Spirits, Harmony the website, by the way, for those of you that were wondering. Um, you guys do a lot of events. Are we still doing tastings like we were before, or has that even changed a little bit um based upon liquor store rules and things like that? Has that also changed?
1: Uh, we've done some tastings. We just did one Saturday. Uh if, I mean, we'll we'll coordinate with some liquor stores. Sure. We seem to be doing tasting events uh October third and fourth. we have an Eagles Club tasting event and then an event called Feast at the Mayo Civic Center. Mm. well we'll we, we can't sell, sure, but we can let people sample our product and say, "Come down to Harmony Spirits, go to this liquor store."
2: <laughs> right so I wanted to bring this up because I was introduced well, it would have been. After we did our the Garage Logic show at the Chainess and Dinner Theater, you guys were nice enough to give me a bottle of the um, bourbon. How, how do we phrase it? The bourbon maple syrup is that what we call it? The uh, what's
1: the official uh, name uh, of it? The bourbon barrel aged maple syrup.
2: Thank you. The bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. And I even got a couple of emails from listeners. You know where can I find it? And then of course we moved along from that. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know whose idea that this was. If you both want to take credit for it, by all means, go ahead. But here's why this is brilliant. I have two boys uh, under the age of 12 in my home, and they are addicted to it to the point where it's now being served basically every morning at breakfast with French toast sticks. Um, But it's brilliant because people love an authentic brand made right here that everyone can consume. Because, you know, not everybody drinks. But everyone can consume maple syrup in one form or another. I add. I got a text from a relative of mine that'll go nameless. He's been putting it on ice cream.
1: Yeah. yeah because that'd
2: be you know, good. there's not really enough sugar in a bowl of ice cream. You got to <laughs> add the maple syrup. But again, it's that's why I love. So whoever came up with the idea, um, is brilliant. And how have quote unquote sales and and everything like that have gone with the maple syrup? Because it's it's great. Well, uh, well how did it really wasn't our man. idea. It okay. was
0: Benjamin's. You, yeah, uh, yep. it's his company. But it, be, it it started because we were on Garage Logic. He's a Garage Logic fan, so he wanted to get a working relationship with a distillery. Cool. That's how it happened. And that's, I mean, that's, that's super homegrown.
2: Yeah. It's, what? Is, how? How different is the process of the maple syrup
0: as opposed to the, the distillation of spirits? We 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 don't do that. Sure, that's Benjamin's baby. Yep, that's his baby. He does it. He does a fantastic job. We all we do is give him barrels. I mean, <laughs> but we trade barrels. So when he's done with them, you know, there's a coating of maple syrup in that barrel. We take it back and we fill them with whiskey. so we're gonna have maple whiskey here in a year. Oh. Maple, yeah. Whis- and then the barrel will go back beers. to him. <laughs> 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 the barrel might be done after that. Sure, <laughs> sure. It'd be
1: good for beer. But uh, maple-flavored
2: whiskey. It. Yeah. That'll be a home run come next fall for sure. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. And hope it's hopefully. available inside the, the, the tasting room, right? Not, for, yet. For Not, for yet. Not yet. We're oh, still, it's aging. still no, aging. No, I'm, I'm sorry. The maple syrup is, oh, yeah. is oh, still available in the tasting
1: ava- room. Benjamin sells. It. Sure,
2: and how has that been received by people that are stopping in and wanting to check out the fall menu or whatever? I'm I'm assuming that it's gone over extremely well with with not only your locals it, but or your regulars but everybody. It's moving. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's cool.
0: It's yeah. It, it's been a good addition.
2: Has it uh, incorporated itself into some of the f- the the craft cocktails
1: that are available only at the tasting room? It's crossed my mind. <laughs> But then I'm like, but it's so good. (laughs) Why waste it? I don't want to, you know, dumb it down. But all all I kept thinking was, and I didn't,
2: you know, I probably should have asked before I started to talk about it. But all I kept thinking was, what an unbelievable Manhattan that would make with just a with just a drop, right? Just a drop of whatever. Because you know, a lot of times people are going to use simple syrup with a Manhattan. Why not use Minnesota-made maple syrup to to make an extraordinary Manhattan?
1: Minnesota-made and eight Minnesota-made barrels from a Minnesota-made distillery—that's a lot of Minnesota. <laughs> Seems like a no-brainer to me, <laughs> but I'm just the I'm
2: just the uh, blabbering idiot on the podcast. No, I'm, not, I'm not an expert. Ideas. <laughs> so, you do well, good.
1: So Go if we're doing all that Minnesota-made. Should we change the name of the Manhattan to the oh, Brooklyn Center or the No? You got We got to come up with a good name for that. The Saint Paul.
2: <laughs> we we got to what, what county are you guys in? Fillmore. How about the Phil Oh, the Fillmore. Oh, well, well, we'll we'll workshop that. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to bring up, and I know it can be a sensitive subject in your industry, but I'm okay taking the slings and the arrows because I'm just the dummy, and I know you guys uh, uh, represent the brand. But there's a growing trend amongst people to say, I like to use the phrase, this is from grain to glass, meaning this is made here. At our distillery, from the time the, the, the product is put into the ground to the time where you're pouring it over ice or however you're consuming Harmony Spirits, and I know how big of a deal that is, but I doubt the general consumer realizes how big of a deal of it, that that is. So I want you guys to have this platform to explain to me and to the listener how big of a deal that that is.
1: So that there is a there's a common trend among smaller distilleries of buying product from large Mm -hmm. uh, spirits manufacturers and then put their label on it. And the label should say, you know, distilled elsewhere, bottled here. And we don't do that. Everything we have, all our grains, except for the uh, molasses and cane sugar from For the rum. Mm -hmm. Everything else is within eight miles of the distillery. Uh, Andy, one of the other owners, grinds it on his farm, brings it in. Larry does his magic, makes good spirits. We either bottle it or barrel it, wait years, and then bottle it. And then the spent grains go back to Andy's cows. So it's not just grain to glass. It's a full circle.
0: That's cool. I guess when we started, that was the goal um try to be as local as you could uh keep using so we a lot of our grains that we buy are from our investors mm-hmm. from people we know farmers we know and it, yeah. it's it's kind of fun you know they get a kick out of it too so it, they know it's Well, because I guess that I don't want
2: to speak for the average consumer, but when someone's going into their local liquor store, they're asking for that specifically because they want to help not only support someone local like you guys at Harmony Spirits, but that kind of stuff has significance to other people. And, you know, there's a, I won't name them, but there's a large outfit that was very, very popular that got in big time trouble because of the misleading advertising that a lot of people were just simply unaware of, right? Because they just assumed... Well, they're marketing themselves that way. That's got to be the way it's – it's because, you know, because I come from the craft beer side of things when, we, when Mike and I first started doing that show. And there was a good sense of camaraderie within the craft beer community that no one was really on a mission to either out anybody else or to try to undercut the system in any way, at least – I see. I saw it that way personally, but that's not necessarily the case in, in the spirits world, is it? Is it a little bit different or is it somewhat the same?
1: Most of the distillers we talk to and we get along with, uh, we help each other out. That's okay, cool. Uh, yeah. There's one what 20 miles from us. Oh, I didn't know that. If okay. You came down there, I'd say if you're heading that way, go over there. Sure. If you're heading north or away from there, it you might don't be a bit time, out of your way. <laughs> I understand if you don't have time. Sure. But if you have the time, I'll point you that direction because he's a good guy, he makes a good product. Okay. I wish they all did. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Cause you know, I I'll I'll
2: get an email from someone saying, Hey, and especially it'll usually start right around Thanksgiving, you know, this time to Thanksgiving saying, I'm looking for something for my father in law. And I've always recommended you guys because you can't go wrong showing up at the in-laws with a bottle of bourbon, right? You cannot go wrong in in, in any regard. So I'm also curious about you guys and your circulation because I remember when we first heard, had that conversation, you know, way back whenever that was, however many years ago in Cannon Falls, and we were talking about you know you guys in your infancy and, and and getting started, and obviously me being a fan of you guys personally, but also professionally, how has distribution gone? Are, are, are we seeing a good amount of increase over over time, or is it is it somewhere where shelf space is such? a hard thing to, to to get a hold of these days because you know there's only so many products and go that can go on a given shelf inside a given store
1: shelf, shelf space is an is yeah. an issue it's sure especially with a a smaller mom and pop liquor store a big corporate liquor store they don't need seven bottles of the same thing. They can make it five and make shelves.
0: But sometimes for you. the corporate ones, there's, there's extra layers of yeah. management to get through, and you can't break that. Right. Just, they will not talk to you. And you have to find the right person. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do find the right, they probably won't talk to you. Well, and
2: so. there's also, uh, explain to me and to the listener, how, how does it work with. So there's distribution rights, and then there's also, there, and I know it's all, everything's tiered. And I start swimming in it because I don't even understand a fraction of it. So I can't even imagine how the average Joe would begin to understand all the various. I'm not various, sure
0: we understand
2: well, it either. Well, that's just <laughs> it. And I know Minnesota is its own unique animal in that there's an, but a, there's an additional. all the
0: states are different
2: that's just it. So it, give me kind of the the dumbed down version of how that works here in the state of Minnesota. Uh,
0: distribution, it's a three-tier, so our conduit out of the tasting room is through a distributor and all they they're, they're going to take it and it goes through them to the liquor stores or, yep. or the bars. Yep. So for the most part, you're just, yeah, they're distributing it, but it's up to you to get that interest going. That's my take on it, anyway. Yeah,
2: and a lot of it's relationship based, where you know this this particular rep might take a new job with that particular brand or or whatever, and that's maybe one way to help you get an in, but it also can be maybe another hurdle because somebody new right. stepped into that place where you were knocking on the door of somebody else entirely, right?
1: Yeah, we we found building relationships is a Great way, with the reps, but sure. also with the customers. Building it with the the liquor store owners and managers, uh, the bar owners and managers, uh, you know, building a, a relationship with with you and GL sure has helped us. And you know, your loyal listeners help us out.
2: And yeah, they're the best. They're no, and, and I've uh, I've always said that about the the, the GL fan base is not only extremely loyal, if you make something good, they're coming back. <laughs> they're going to come back. So I'm curious, how far of a, of a range now do you guys have? So if someone said, hey, I'm, I'm trying to find your product in City X or whatever, how f- how far out are you guys going from, if, if people aren't obviously able to make it down to Harmony, Minnesota?
0: I know we're in Brainerd and Duluth. Oh, cool. Well, I, one of the sales reps that... Got moved from our area to up north. You okay. said we were in Ely. I don't know if we still yeah, are. Okay. Maybe,
1: uh, I know we're out, like Marshall and past that a little bit.
0: Sure. Like um, Worthington. We're in Fairmont, Blue Earth. Uh, the I ninety corridor. I think we're yeah. pretty well all the way to Worthington. Very cool.
2: But the best thing is, is just have continue to have people go in and ask right. the, the the store itself as I a consumer. Th- by name.
1: Consumers have more power than we do. That's a, just it. And,
2: and I don't think a lot of people understand that, that they, yeah. that they yes, really they do. do. Yeah.
1: I walk in and I say, Hey, this is our product. They tasted like great. If Get someone <laughs> walks in and says, I want this product. They're like, Oh, that's somebody's going to buy it. Let me bring it in. Right. Cause
2: they see that's, Oh, that's someone that's actually going to pay money for that particular brand. Oh no, th- there's no question about it. And it it's funny me knowing that if I happen to stop in and and I'll even say hey how come you guys don't carry the what you know harmony gin or whatever oh either they'll say well I, i'm not sure or they'll say hey what's that and i love the getting the response of oh what's that and then I'll pull up my phone. Oh, you gotta, you gotta get, get these guys in here. And like, oh wow, that's really cool. So I love doing that all the time. That's fantastic. You need a job?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you doing in your downtime? Just <laughs> Get me
2: out there. Get me
1: out in the boat. Yes, it's cheap. I'll give you twenty bucks. There we go. Um,
2: let's talk about events. Uh, obviously, summer. This just in. Summer is over, but as fall is still got to be a busy time for. Because this is my favorite time of the year is fall. So is there a lot of events coming up or are we starting to wind down? How does that, how's that work?
1: So our fall menu just came out, which has fall drinks. And there is one pumpkin spice drink on there. Was that your idea
2: or was it against your better judgment or was it a, a collaboration?
1: It's not against my better judgment. I thought it should be there because there is a demographic that comes in that likes that. That's true. Yep, that's and true. If you're smart, you cater to your demographics. What is the pumpkin spice drink? It's a like a cream-based pumpkin spice uh vodka drink.
2: I was I was going to say rum, but okay, it's vodka, okay.
1: Kind of like a The easiest way would be kind of like a, a a pumpkin spice white russian.
2: Oh, okay. I could get behind something Kinda like that for close sure. To that ish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what else is on the fall menu?
1: We have a three on the tree, which is basically a a maple <laughs> old fashioned. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, oh, we have a, a maple nut goodie, like the candy bar. Oh man. Similar. Okay. A s'more. Um, a big buck. Had to put that on the menu because it's the only big buck some people are going to get to <laughs> I
2: have heard, of, I'm not a hunter, but I've heard it's a little slow slow to go so far this year.
1: Hey, we got big bucks all the time down in Harmony. Okay, so there you go. If you're going hunting, go down that way and then stop in. Guaranteed a big buck. <laughs> um, let's talk about
2: the space itself. Um, I think the last time that I had you guys in, um, you were still you know going strong with the events and whatnot. There is, we're not talking about expansion yet. Are we at Harmony, uh, Harmony Spirits?
1: Not officially. No. <laughs> we're okay. always talking. Every time we got to move barrels around, we're talking about it. Because it's funny.
2: The, the one time I, I was down there with my wife, and she said, oh, I can't wait to go inside. And, of course, I go to open the door, and it's locked. I went, I'm such an idiot. They're already closed for the day. So that was that was my fault. But we still, we whatever the... Whatever, what's the bar across the street from the crunchy. you guys? Yeah, we went yeah. in there and I said, I need two harmonies, a vodka for her, a vodka <laughs> crayon for her. And I, I was trying to think of when that was, knowing you guys were coming in today. I, that's got to have at least been five years ago, maybe four years ago. Because yeah, we were down there, four, we were right? down there camping. At, is it the big barn, old barn, oh, the yeah. old barn resort yeah. yes. um, with my family? My wife and I desperately needed a break from my family, <laughs> so we left our kids there and then we uh, then we headed over. Then so the, the crutch is that what that crunchy? Crunchy. It's Go, called on the crunchy side. On the crunchy side. Yeah, that's where we walked in, and we we ended up walking in. And I said, hey, I'm is it okay if I'm going to walk over there because they're close? She's like, that's. You're in harmony. You're fine. <laughs> Walk over there through your drinks. We did sit in your patio. It's just that you guys just weren't open. It happened to be open at the time. So um, hours uh, for that,
0: as long as I brought it up, hours for that and days open at the, at the tasting room. We're open Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Thursday, it's 2 to 7. Uh, Friday, Saturday, it's noon to 9. And Sunday, noon to 5. That's cool.
2: And I've said... This is the time for road tripping and whatnot. Go down there. It's a beautiful drive. It's an absolutely gorgeous part of the state of Minnesota. It's worth a day trip going down if you've got nothing going on. it's 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 fantastic. i I think anyway.
1: if somebody wants to do an event that's not one of those days or is one of those days, yeah. We can normally accommodate them in our process room., uh, we've had comedy shows there in the past. You're kidding. We've had uh, cool. We did a cocktail party with Estelle's one of the local... Man uh
0: Matt. Pulled me aside. They want to do it again this
1: winter. Uh, Estelle's, he has two brothers that has restaurants here in the metro area, and he's down there. Um, We've done other things. We've had bridal showers, baby showers, painting classes. You name it. There's all kinds of stuff going on in that process room.
2: That's really cool.
1: And and there's also processing. We are making alcohol
2: <laughs> <laughs> while everything else is going on. Um, and you mentioned before we started record that uh, you wanted to talk about future endeavors uh, yep. on, on the show today.
1: We have a few things coming. Please, the floor right. is yours, gentlemen. So here, within the next few months, we should have our bottled and bond coming out. The what is that? Bollin and Bond, bourbon. Okay. Uh, there's requirements for it to have the label Bollin and Bond on it. It's got to be uh, distilled, stored, and bottled in one location. That's not a problem for us.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: it's got to be everything in the bottle. If you're using multiple barrels, it has to be from a single season. Most of what we do, single barrel. So.
2: What is not, that law? What is that trying to protect?
1: Just out of curiosity. It, at one point, it was uh, to ensure the stuff in the bottle was from a bonded agent, and it would have a—it wasn't the stuff that's going to make you go blind mixed in with whatever's in the bottle.
2: I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it, so it had nothing to do with the age of the actual right. product, but— okay. and
1: one of, But one of the requirements is it has to be at least four years old. Okay, gotcha. And that's the requirement we're getting to. <laughs> that's okay. the one we're— we're almost there. Okay. And just sampling things that are close to that age, I think we're we're going to be okay. Cool.
2: So <clears throat> this was sat in front of me here. This is a Harmony Spirits bottle of handcrafted gin. Is this new? Is it just the label or
0: Cuz I know label. you guys have made gin previously. Okay. It, nothing's changed with the gin. It's just we oh we're going away from the one piece label to the two piece label. And partially is because we can get them done locally. It's, it's nice. Okay. It yeah. looks great. That's a great looking bottle. The other part is
1: they're, they're much easier to put on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: as opposed to
1: winding around yeah. one label. Uh, yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> you got you to line it up on the bottle and then you got to make sure <laughs> the ends match when you're done wrapping so it So you oh. could twist it and everything else. And then they bubble. And yeah, bubble, so and, and then you got to yeah. start all over, and then you got to cuss, and then everything else. <laughs> so if uh, you see the two-piece labels that are black or brown or red or blue or green, that's still our product, still same good product. We're just going away from the white wrap around one piece.
2: Gotcha. Okay. What is your most popular brand inside the Harmony label? I got to imagine it's the the. The bourbon, but I could, I'm could. i willing to be corrected in I that I think regard. it's our
0: regular bourbon. Pro- as, as far as what we see go through the distributor, it's a regular bourbon. Right behind it would be the barrel-proof. Okay. I think going out the door at the tasting room was the barrel-proof. The barrel-proof. That's what people are gym. coming
2: down yeah. to the tasting room to bring home with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay, that's cool. Because mm. I'll never forget this, and I can't but remember. But it, it,
0: it's weird. We'll have, you never know what day, what, all of a sudden you're selling six bottles of vodka. It, it's just, sure. you know, different people coming in, all different people, but it's like, what's the deal with vodka today? Sure. But we don't care, you know. But it's just, you, <laughs> Whatever can't, you, you can Whatever you want, we're here to sell. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it, you just can't, you can't figure it
2: out. So I, I can't remember... If I've told you guys this story in person, I don't recall if I've even shared this on the show, um, but we were talking about COVID, and so this would have been the summer of 2020. It was 4th of July week, and my wife, who originally is from Iowa but went to high school in western South Dakota, she went to Wall High School, and we had <laughs> said, let's go back, because you know at that time... People weren't really traveling that much and getting on a flight with, at that time, our kids were, let's see, eight and five. So I said, you know what? We haven't been back to South Dakota as a family, you know, and I said, let's let's do that for the fourth. So we packed up the kids and all of our gear and we headed west and we're going to go visit, you know, we're going to do Custer State Park. We're going to do Mount Rushmore. We're going to do all that stuff, right? Well, one of the last nights we were there, she was going to meet up with some friends of hers from high school. And hadn't seen each other in 20 years, right? And, well, of course, it's four gals. They just pick up right where they left off, right? So me and a couple of the guys, we were, you know, BSing about this, that, and the other thing. And I pull out my Harmony bourbon barrel aged, ready to rock, ready to meet the fellas. And he took a sip of that. Neat. He's a cowboy, right? He. That's <laughs> the only way he's drinking this. And he said, where the hell do I get my hands on a bottle of this? I said, well... You're damn near on the Wyoming border, but you need to head up. You need to head east <laughs> about four and a half hours, and you'll be you'll be sitting pretty. But they loved it out there, and I can't remember if I ever told you guys that story. But I, you oh, know, because here cool. I'm a I'm a city dweller, right? And I'm going to meet my my wife's friends from high school in in rural western South Dakota, but I knew. I could crack the ice with my bottle of <laughs> Harmony bourbon.
1: I mean, if he knows a distributor in South Dakota that wants to give us a call, we're <laughs> okay. We'll work on it. I'll send him a Facebook <laughs> message and say,
2: hey, I just talked to the fellas. They said, give him a call. We'll get it, they'll get it in your store uh, very, very Here's
1: soon. To tell the distributor, give us a call. We're on it. I mean, we're, somebody did that in Iowa, and we're looking at getting into
2: Iowa. Really? Well, I'm surprised you guys aren't more prevalent now. You're almost on the
0: border. Or is there's, it tough? It's tough. Yeah. Uh, we've tried to get into Wisconsin, but um, I think uh, the last distributor we talked to told us, you know, there's 40 distilleries, some 40-some distilleries in Wisconsin, and they typically don't sell well outside their area. They're not looking to pick up another small okay. distillery. is a closed state, so the state runs distribution there. But apparently, we have a lot of Iowa folks up during the summer. Oh, for we've sure. We've made some fans. Yeah. So I think somebody's pushing some buttons down there, and it's starting to get asked for. Well, that's good. So
2: it, th- wait, did you just say in Iowa, the state runs the yep. distribution? Yes. It's a
0: closed... Yeah. I think they call it a closed state. Is it? That sounds right.
2: Wow. That's so there's a me. number of states that do it that or do it that way. Is that in your opinion? And that's do you think it's better done that way? Because I'm I'm a person that says
0: the less government involvement the better. But if it's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> sure, yeah. we'll see how if we get in there and do it. We'll well, let I you guess know. the easy way to um, answer yeah. that
2: would probably just be everybody, every whatever path they're choosing has its advantages and disadvantages. Yes. Okay,
1: this. Yes. That's definitely a good way to put it. Yeah. And very PC. Do you like how I spun that one? My own question. Are you married? Cuz that that sounds like a married man <laughs> answer.
2: All right. Uh we mentioned the fall menu did we touch on all the events that you guys have coming up?
1: Uh I think I mentioned the we have a Eagles event, the yep. feast event. Okay. Uh,
0: it, 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 with the holidays, you know I hate if, saying this, but the holidays approaching people too. People want way want to have a Christmas party. Yeah. Christmas parties haven't come back. That's one thing I've noticed since You know,
2: COVID. it's funny you say that because I think here at Hubbard, we're having our first one since COVID hit this year. It's funny you mention that because I was thinking that same thing a couple of weeks ago when the invite went out. Yeah. And I wonder if that's just general apprehension or companies saying, well, we don't want to put it out there and people feeling obligated that they have to go when some people are still
0: are not comfortable gathering, or or whatever the case might be. Uh, it's, you know, again, it's habits. I think you fall out of a habit, and it's hard to get back to it. Yeah. You know?
2: That makes sense. I, I think. when
0: the Christmas parties.
2: Well, you know, one of us in this room um, made an ass of themselves at the Hubbard Christmas party a number of years ago, and I think that might have had a helping hand in why they said... <laughs> Oh, we can't let Reavers come back to the Hubbard christmas party again. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for my actions all those years ago. <laughs> awesome. Well, Guys, it's always great to have you and You uh always know you have an open invitation to join us in the show whenever you've got something and uh keep 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 on fighting the good fight. You know, uh, we've always been big fans of you here uh both on the weekly scramble and on garage logic. Um you make a great product and as I, I'll say you're officially grained glass. You are. And you're one of the few, at least in this state, too, that does grain to glass. And so I think that that's something that you really should take a lot of pride in. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So thanks again for coming in. And let's not make it however long it's
1: been <laughs> until the next time we see you guys. All right? <laughs> all right. Fair enough. All right. The next time, if it's a fall day, let's not make it a nice fall day that we could be playing golf. Doesn't <laughs> <Let's> make it <laughs> right. a rainy fall day. <laughs> right, right,
2: right. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thanks again, Larry, Damon. Thank, good to see you guys. All right, good Thank to see you. you. And Thank if you. you. Uh, like I said, please continue to go into your local liquor store. Please continue to ask for the Harmony brand by name. That's going to help them spread the word and continue to grow this amazing product, Minnesota-made amazing product. And uh, I'm telling you right now, if you've got the chef in your life— Get them a bottle of the maple syrup because it's going to do wonders for your cooking. Thanks, gentlemen. We'll talk soon.